Welcome back to Daniel in a tractor. I'm Daniel in the tractor as per usual. Massive episode today. Got a bit of feedback from last week. Got um, a massive, or not massive, just an observation on Prince Harry. Something I spotted on the TV last night. Um, and just a bit of an idea for a side hustle that you might be interested in. And then, might just finish off, just, I referred to a podcast last week called Juicy Scoop. It just got a bit bit of development in that regard. It's nothing major yet, but I can just see some stuff on the horizon that might give me a little bit of content in the future. First, audio quality. Got some more feedback about audio quality. Uh, I think I've got a definitive answer about whether I stick with the noises of the tractor or go with the enhancement and block it out. I don't know if 66% is definitive, but 66% of people want the same thing, and that's what I'm going to go with. So I'm just going to pass over to the spice rack now. And he's going to give his opinion. And then we'll let you know what we're going forward with. Hello, Daniel on a tractor. It is the Spice Rack here. And happy 2023. Uh, I've got something to weigh in on. This discussion about reducing the background noise is essentially halving the cast of Daniel in a tractor because it's removing the tractor, which I think is a real vital piece to this because I feel that it sets the scene of where you are. It paints a picture of you thinking away in the tractor eight hours a day, just churning away there, churning the thoughts around. It really provides the backdrop. I think it's quite important. In fact, I don't want to sound controversial, but if you're going to drop any voice, perhaps drop your voice and just have the tractor. Oh, I'm not even joking. Ah, spicy, you've done it again. Talk soon. So that's how it is. Is it spicy? That's what you want. Get rid of Daniel and keep the tractor. Well, tough bickies, buddy with your weird South Australian accent. I'm here to stay, the tractor is staying as well. No audio enhancement, go on with it. That's what the people want. That's what the people get. So thanks for that, Spice Rack. Now it's good to hear that I'm not the only one getting negative feedback. So Anonymous presented us with his thoughts last week about Ricky Ponting not being very good at cricket basically 
And there's a bit of feedback on Instagram. One uh, user in particular with the handle tr.o.y underscore or otherwise you could just say Troy. I know who Troy is. But Troy wasn't happy with Anonymous. He says he needs a head checked. He thinks they've just been difficult for the sake of being difficult and he doesn't like it. Now, I don't know if Anonymous is on Instagram, so I don't know if he's actually seen those comments, but Anonymous, if you'd like to respond to Troy, feel free. I know you're probably going to say something like, oh, everyone can have an opinion, no one's opinion is wrong, or something like that. And yeah, I can see that, but I think it's possible to have an opinion that every single other person disagrees with. Now, does that make your opinion wrong? I don't know. But send in your thoughts if you feel necessary. Obviously, I don't know who you are, so I cannot contact you directly. But I thought that was interesting to hear from Troy. Not happy with Anonymous and his opinions. So Prince Harry got an observation and it paints him in a probably in a negative light but it is not his fault so when I saw this I looked up Prince Harry's education and he went to a school called Eton College and the fees there are £46,000 a year which is about $81,000 it's a lot of money in anyone's terms for an education so you'd think when you're spending that much much on education, you would get how get taught how to type correctly. So Harry's on the couch with a laptop in front of him. Megan says something. Like, oh, look at Harry's deep typing some sort of legal email or something. And they show Harry, and he's typing with his index fingers, one letter at a time. <laughs> oh no. Surely, $81,000 gets you typing lessons at the very least. He started high school in 1998. That's the year I finished. We had, I know we had computers at school. We got taught how to type. He was going, not a bad clip for typing with two fingers, but I'm, my, I myself a 100, minute, 100 word a minute man. There's no way Harry could be typing 100 words a minute with that technique. It was amateur, it was poor. It reflects horribly on Eton College and their standards. My wife did say that he's probably got immaculate handwriting, which I would appreciate. I do like good handwriting, but where does that get you in the world today? You need to be able to type, you need to be able to type fast. Harry can't type with a good technique. His technique's terrible, he's got red hair. I have contacted his people for comment, but they said he's too busy slagging off his older brother. Probably because he's jealous because his older brother gets to become king and he doesn't. So, Harry, sort out your typing technique, Eton College, stop worrying about being the last standing all boys boarding school in all of UK or something and get some typing teachers in there. Your students need it, your students want it. 
sort it out. Side hustles. I've got a great little side hustle for you. So, 12 or 13 months ago, I downloaded an app. I just wanted it was a financial sort of app just to keep all your uh, financials in one place, like bank account, superannuation, all that sort of stuff. Just want to centralise that. Keep an eye on it. So I downloaded this app that was advertised. As it turns out, it's a terrible app for what I wanted it for because it seems like there's about a six-month lag and none of the information is up to date. But what it also did for me was give me an opportunity to fill out surveys for money. And I know it's a question many people have. Can you make money from surveys? And I'm here to give you the answer. The answer is yes. You absolutely can make money from filling out surveys. So in whatever it's been, 14 months, I've filled out 51 surveys and jumping into my account is, has been $83.50. Thank you very much. Great little earner. And I'm very pleased about that. So if you want to do that, you can do it. I will say, they have made, started making things a little bit more difficult. They, so at the start, it was easy. You just fill out the surveys and they give you money. The most I got for one survey was $5. But since then, they've started to employ tactics that make it a little bit more difficult. So before you even start the survey, you'll get asked a couple of questions, like your age, postcode, whatever. And then they'll determine whether you are worthy to take a survey. Two times out of three, they'll say, sorry, we've had enough of your demographic. So you don't get this opportunity. They do pay you 15 cents for that. So that's terrific. And then what the other thing they do is obviously people were just flicking through the questions without reading them. So throughout the surveys, they'll ask you questions like, just to make sure you're actually reading them, they'll say, um, now they might ask you the same question twice in a row just to see if you give the same answer or sometimes even in the question. Like the, sometimes the question might actually be, are you reading this, um, are you reading the questions? Answer, I agree if you are and that sort of stuff. So making it a little bit more tricky, but the potential to earn money is absolutely there and I am on my way to financial freedom, thanks to filling out surveys and making $83 in 14 months. And finally, just quickly, I referred to a podcast I listened to called The Juicy Scoop. The host, Heather McDonald, calls her fans Juicy Scoopers, and that's where I got the idea to coin the term Tractorians for all of my loyal listeners and as well as listening to the podcast I thought I might join a Facebook group uh, about the podcast it's called well, I don't know what the Facebook group called but Juicy, Juicy Scoop Obsessed or something and I just see so you often hear about girls and that that they're really mean to each other and all this sort of stuff 
and I haven't really thought much about it, but in this group, it's probably 99% females. And I can already see, just from the few posts, I've only just got accepted, just from the few posts so far, that you can see this type of behavior pattern already emerging. So I'm just thinking going forward, I might be able to just extract a bit of content from this. It's just interesting to see how the posts they make, the comments they make, how they interact with each other. There was one about something Tory Spelling War at Christmas and they were just jumping all over her. And it's, I think it's just going to be fascinating to see how that all unfolds. So just something to look out for in the future. That's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.